I don't remember much about the circumstances surrounding this story, or for that matter, exactly where my head was to be found at the time. Kind of a dark place, I think. I was in my late twenties, single and not happy about it, frustrated by the sluggish pace of my career, and tired of working a long series of boring and unrewarding jobs to pay the rent. I had no belief in God at the time, but the world in general felt like it was filled with false gods. Gods of money, power, and vanity. I suspect I was also responding to actual religious movements I saw around me. Movements that seemed to have an unhealthy us-versus-them mentality, and that I felt wanted to drag the rest of us into their sphere of influence whether we wanted their wisdom or not. It probably seemed like just the right time and place for a devastating alien invasion. Maybe aliens who styled themselves as gods. Maybe aliens who saw themselves as benevolent gods, even as they destroyed our world and carried us away as captives. What, wretched gods? That was the working title of the story and of the first version that made the rounds, before another rewrite and polish landed at a spot in Galileo magazine. Galileo was a sibling, or descendant, of Fiction magazine, where my first story was published. See Reality and Other Fictions for that one. Among the new writers I shared the pages with were the soon-to-be-renowned Connie Willis and John Kessel. My bio in the magazine described me as a full-time writer, I must have been feeling my oats on that score when I sent in my bio-information. Or maybe it was wishful thinking. I was, at the time, living in a very cheap apartment with three roommates. So, for a brief time, I did technically achieve that enviable state. But it didn't last long. The economics of writing, especially for a new writer who wrote fairly slowly, dictated otherwise. Soon I would be writing a long novel, The Infinity Link, which took me years to complete. Soon I would be working again as an office temp or sorting packages for UPS. There were times, I think, when an alien invasion would have felt like a relief. I'm in a much better place now, but I can still relate to the dark determination of the protagonist of this story. The gods have not yet come but they will. I believe I am not alone here, though I don't know who is with me. Hanging cockeyed to my uncertain frame of reference, I stare at my earth with sorrow and hate, wanting to curse it, to destroy it before the gods have it all. My visor fogs momentarily, as though to remind me of my helplessness. I am weightless, orbiting, falling, falling motionless. Only the earth moves. My ruined planet is a cool cheek bulging over my right shoulder, a delicate cloud and water ball, the stage of a hopeless drama against the house darkness of space. On its dim nightside crescent, I see one or two cities burning, tiny embers. Slowly, the planet drifts further around to the right, where it will pass behind me for a little while, behind the station. As I float with my boots hooked on a twisted bit of station girder and stare for hour after endless hour, 
I have the feeling that Earth is nothing more than an enormous sop, sweeping debris out of space. And grit. And mindless, gabbling spacemen. No. It is the saviors who will do that. They will not miss a one down there. And on their way back up, they will find you here, whispers my soul. Find you waiting, helpless.